Hello, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. Have you ever thought, how can I break mental health stigma when I sometimes feel ashamed of my own diagnosis? Stay tuned for part four of the Impact series. Are you a young person who has started a support group at your school? Contact me if you'd like to be part of this Flip Switch series, the Impact series, which celebrates the ability of one person to make a difference. You can contact me by leaving a comment on this podcast page or tweeting me. My handle is at FlipSwitchTeens. In parts 1, 2, and 3, we heard from Sam, a Maryland college student, who told us about the Active Minds National Conference. Today we're going to hear from a student with another great organization for youth, LETS, L-E-T-S. LETS stands for Let's Erase the Stigma. Claire, a California college student, will tell us about LETS and how she became the co-president of her school's club. My name is Claire. I'm 20 years old. I'm from California. I'm a junior in college. What are your diagnoses? I was diagnosed with depression and generalized anxiety disorder when I was a sophomore in high school. What was the hardest part of living with anxiety or depression? The kinds of beliefs I had about myself. A lot of time feeling like I was worthless or I was stupid or I was a failure. And now that I've had some treatment, I realize that this is totally not true. And I also felt like I was always on the brink of making some kind of terrible mistake that was going to change the rest of my life. Felt like if I didn't get an A on every single assignment, I might not go to college. And I know now that, again, that's not true either. How did you get better? My parents encouraged me to see a therapist. I learned to understand that those kinds of beliefs, like being a failure, and that every single small thing in my life was a giant choice, was irrational thinking. Now I can catch myself when I start having negative self-talk. My therapist taught me to ask questions like, would you say something like that about your best friend? So I could check whether or not I was being fair to myself. And I also started taking antidepressants, which really helped make a difference. Tell me about your journey to starting a LETS chapter at your school. First of all, what is LETS? LETS is the acronym for the Let's Erase the Stigma Educational Foundation, which is a nonprofit children's charity, and its goal is to empower young people to erase the stigma of mental illness in their own communities. So it really tries to help young people find the tools they need so they can create spaces in their own communities where people of all ages can talk freely and learn more about mental health concerns. LETS will give grants to high schools and universities so they can start their own LETS clubs. The goal of erasing stigma is that if everybody learns that mental illness isn't something to be ashamed of, then people living with mental illnesses will be more comfortable seeking the support that they need, hopefully before they've reached a crisis level. And people without mental illnesses will be more compassionate and supportive of the people around them who are struggling. 
after this has the potential to prevent suicides, lower substance abuse, to help with bullying, but really can have some far-reaching impacts. How did you first hear about Let's? I was invited to uh, talk at my school, a famous psychologist, Dr. Stephen Henshaw. He's done a lot of work on stigma, and he came and talked to a small group of people who are all interested in mental health. A lot of them are interested in going into clinical psychology. This psychologist is very open about his father's experience with bipolar disorder, and he talked to us about stigma. He talked about Lutz at the end. Did anyone in the audience come out and say he or she had a mental illness? No. And when he was talking about what it felt like to be stigmatized, I really wanted to say, hey, this is what I've gone through with having depression and anxiety, and I couldn't. The whole room had this atmosphere of close pressure, and I could tell that I wasn't the only person who was thinking that I wanted to speak up. And yet I was afraid that if I said something about my own experience, this really famous psychologist was going to think less of me. If a room full of future mental health professionals were feeling too stigmatized during a talk about stigma to say anything, then our society has a lot of work to do, and stigma is really a big problem. Why don't you want your classmates to know you have anxiety or depression? This is a really tough question to answer. I generally don't want anyone to think of me differently because they know I have anxiety and depression. There have been times where I've mentioned to people that it's something I struggle with and you can see on their faces that it makes them really uncomfortable. But after being involved with Let's, I've tried to be slightly more open and I've tried to let more of my classmates know about my experiences. But there's really a time and a place. And sometimes when people tell me to calm down, Claire, or take a chill pill, I, I don't feel comfortable saying, you should have seen me five years ago. I'm actually doing a really good job. You're using discernment. You're probably assuming that if, if certain people talk like that, they're not going to handle this private information about you in a nice way. You really have to use your judgment, how well you know the person, how they're going to handle the information. Usually, if I've known a friend for a while, I, I'm more likely to open up to them. Although I try not to make any of my friends take the role of a therapist. What did you do after hearing the famous psychologist speak? I sent an email to Let's. They have an e a contact link on their homepage. And Phil, the founder of Let's, emailed me back and said, you know, he absolutely wanted to help me start a club at my own school. And so he met with me in person and we talked about starting my club. And I was sort of asking for what clubs usually look like, what they usually do. And his response was, that Lutz was there to support me and my school for doing whatever we wanted to do, that that was their role, to support the ideas of young people rather than to impose ideas on us. So he was really helpful and really supportive, and we ended up starting a club in August when the new school year started. August and 2011? August 2011. We had a table at the club fair, and we set up a Facebook group, and almost 100 people joined. So that's where our club is right now. Wow, 100 people. That's wow.
To conclude, there are two things we can learn from Claire. Number one, it is important to exercise discernment in whom you choose to share your diagnosis with. Number two, it's human to care about what others think of us. It's natural. But the bottom line is this. You can worry about what others think and still make a difference. Claire did something brave and started a Let's Club at her college. Being brave and making an impact is about acting despite your fears of what others think of you. Whether you're in Maryland like Sam or California like Claire, you can make an impact wherever you are. Interested in bringing Let's to your school? Visit www.lets.org and don't miss the rest of the Impact series. In Part 5, Claire will tell us about what Let's events she has organized and how Let's has changed the lives of her classmates. Follow me on Twitter. My handle is at FlipSwitchTeens. You can always hear other FlipSwitch podcasts and read my blogs at www.thebalancedmind.org forward slash FlipSwitch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch.